Yes. I agree. Because there's a lot of people that are in the hall now that wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, absolutely. Like Gail Sayers. Gail Sayers played six seasons. And he's in the Hall of Fame. But what he did in six seasons is ridiculous. Do you think... So you think he shouldn't or he should? He should, should be. Okay. Devin Hester should be in the Hall of Fame. Devin Hester should be. And if other players... He will be. He should... No, he, no, nah, he should be I a... No, He should be a first, first ballot round. Hall of Famer. I don't think they value that position that much for he, it to be a first ballot Go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. No, say it. He he revolutionized that that position. He's the best player at that position. And what is the comparison? Who's the best player that ever played quarterback? Who's the best player that ever played wide receiver? Who's the best player to ever play tight end but or, ta- or I get tackle what you're saying, or they, center? Do they, hey. value, do they value a punt returner as much as Are, they do quarterbacks? The NFL changed rules because of Devin Hester. That's Hold fine. Wait. Hold on, wait. Is there a punter in the Hall of Fame? Yes, there is. There's a kicker in the Hall of Fame. So you can't tell me. You cannot tell me a punt returner is less important than a punter. I'm not. I said he should go to the Hall of Fame. I just said he won't be first ballot. The whole whole first ballot thing is stupid to me. Yeah, that's it's worthless. It's corny. Like 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 to say that Devin Hester was no more important than Ray Lewis or Brian Urlacher or John Elway is dumb because. What Devin Hester did for that 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 Bears team that went to the Super Bowl, that man returned seven touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only man in history to return a kickoff in the Super Bowl for a touchdown. Opening and kick. He, he will go he to the Hall of Famer. the game. He just won't be a first ballot. Why? Why not? Because there's He's probably a reason why that better... team went to the Super Bowl. That's understandable. Rex Grossman was the quarterback. <laughs> they didn't go to the Super Bowl because of Rex Grossman and that, that offense. It's because Rex of that defense Grossman. and Devin Hester. No, I'm, you, I'm totally with you. If you look, if if you look at the 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 highlights, right for the 06 Colts and the 06 Bears, all the all the highlights are going to be Devin Hester in the defense. I'm with you. So why should why Devin Hester not, not be in the Hall of Fame? I'm not saying he's not going to be in the Hall of Fame. Why should he not be in the first ballot? Because whatever year he's eligible, there's probably <clears throat> better players at no, 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 at no, 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 no. Do, no. Doing what? Doing, doing what? their job. So exactly. So, so, so doing his so, job. To my initial who's point, better? Though, I get. I get what you're saying. Y'all hold that that position at a higher standard than the NFL. And that's better? what I'm getting at. But, no, but who's better question, doing though. his job? Here's my question though: Has anybody played their position? Better than he played his no, position, and I'm with so, y'all. So then, at that point, he's first ballot mm-hmm. to y'all standards. I'm saying no, no. The NFL, no, no the standards of why you should be first sense. ballot. So why doesn't the NFL value it? That's what I'm saying. Is because, it common sense to do? No, no, not no, the NFL. Players don't get to pick it. The sports writer, because players don't get to pick it. If players get to pick it, the players would be like, exactly. oh, absolutely. And Devin has the first, which round. is why yeah. there's no reason why To shouldn't have been first ballot. Yep. Yeah. That but was corny. If players are picking it. He was amazing to the media because he gave you news. Right. So right. why keep him out? No, because they didn't like him. Character. They didn't like what he stood for. You didn't like, like him for what though? Because he up. always gave you. He always gave he you. Too he always gave you. Me- oh, he news. didn't. He didn't respect the game and the. You know that that garbage they always go with. So again, it's garbage. Like, so again, if if it's sports writers who put you in and he gives you news, you should be appreciative. You should be appreciative because he. All, I'm out here doing crunches. 
And I, hey, question? Mm-hmm. Crunch? Question? Taking popcorn from the cheerleaders? Question? The Dallas Star? Question? It was seen as a distraction. Question? But the media flocked to him. Yes. To talk to him. So why is he not? It wasn't a distraction. There, what, what? Jerry Rice and, actually, hold on. Jerry Rice and who is better than T.O.? Randy, Number Randy Moss. Randy. Numbers wise. Oh, numbers? Nah, know. that's it might be those two. So is Randy above so, T.O.? So, nah, so hold on. So, so at that point, numbers. if Jerry Rice, who was kind of like who people put as the Wayne Gretzky of, of wide receivers, why is T.O. not a, a first ballot Hall of Famer? Oh, actually, in be. terms of yards, mm-hmm. Jerry Rice, Larry Fitzgerald. Interesting. And then T.O. Where's Randy Moss? Number four. Right behind T.O. T.O. should be a first ballot. Why, should, why is he not a first ballot Hall of Famer? Because you, mean, got, you, got, be you, got, you got guys who have my non-athletic build, who can't catch a football, who can't run, can't catch, can't pass, and saying, hey, well, you know what? I've been around the game 30 plus years, and right. I've, covered, I've covered sports. Yeah, no. I've reported on all these guys. Yeah, so no. is it just them that's doing the voting or the coaches? No. No, it's, it's just sports writers. It's sports writers. Oh. It's the dumbest thing ever. It's the dumbest thing ever. No, it's super dumb. Which again, why Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Pete should be. All right. All right. Let's no, go. I'm sorry. sorry. Let's get this thing I'm going. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, nah, you good. You are now tuned in to another phenomenal episode of the Somebody Said Pod. As always, the man to my right is Unc Shay. Yep. The man to my left is Punk. Yes, sir. And I am Breeze. Welcome. This is going to be the one-stop shop. Everything sports. As it is. Everything. Uh, check us out on social media. Instagram, Somebody Said Podcast. Twitter, Somebody Said Pod. Uh, we are brought to you in part by the official law office of the Somebody Said Podcast. That is the law office of Clinton Paris, where they take the pain out of being hurt. Uh, Areas of practice include personal injury, wrongful death, slip and falls, dog bites, estate planning, wills, trust, powers of attorney, general civil litigation, business, general counsel, representation. Can we add being a Bears fan to that? I thought we've already added that. Did we already? Did we? I think we did. I don't think there's legal. I don't think you have a legal case. I mean, it's it's, it's just so tough, though. Like, like, it's like. I hear you. It's emotional distress. I'm with you. Like Bears At fans should be covered to it, though. I don't think I nah. am. No, nah, they never get it. No, because they're too loyal. They're too strong of fans. You know how like how strong of a fan you have to be to ride it out with the Bears. Oh man. Well, you're right because you could see what's on the field and ignore the fact that Listen, it's happening. It's Bears fans return. have been riding a wave since 1985. I'm 37. Right, mm. so that's thirty five years. <laughs> I feel like we're about to go into your little bears tangent. I'm not gonna do it. I, I just want the law office of Clinton Paris to kind of help me out. That's all. Mm. I do. I do know somebody that had a dog bite though this past weekend. Well, my mother in law. Well, you should pass. Pass her. I, I, uh, I just thought about the law office of Clinton Paris. I might. I might slide the info and tell her to tell him that the somebody said podcast center. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, also just took care of my wife. My wife was in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Just got her paid. Nice. Cool. Ooh. I just thought about that. Hello? So I'll probably let her know. Hello? Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> ring that cash register. Uh-huh. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. Mm-hmm. I think I'm about to get a nice little uh, Kobe jersey out of it. You should. Kobe. As you should. 
Kobe. Okay. Should have shot some. I got nothing. I got me. I got. I got, I got this little USB hey, chip, man. and I don't want to throw it. <laughs> hey, shout out to Mamba. Shout out to the Bean. Mm-hmm. We are also brought to you in part by the Red Lady Rum Punch. What? Nothing. <laughs> I got nothing too. Tampa Bay's official Rum Punch. Mm-hmm. We still got to come up with that drink of the summer. So I mean, I'm, I'm, do I'm down for it. I mean, I, again, I still have to just you know figure out what it mixes with. You know, you know, like well, and then we can go from there. Right. We got to make that happen. Mm-hmm. I'm Same down for it. We got to do it. I'm down for it. All right. On tap for today's show, we're gonna dig into NFL offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really get a chance to do all my like Bucks preview stuff, but I really was calling that the Bucks were gonna do exactly what they've done. I'll save that. We're actually gonna talk about March Madness, Hello. which. We've talked bad about college basketball yeah. all season, yeah. and now there's two shows back to back. We're talking about college basketball. It's, it's just fair. saying, it's fair though. I feel like you should it's, plug you could you should plug future March Madness into that segment. Sure. <laughs> and then we'll wrap up. We'll segue from talking about. Oh no! Before we do that, Asha's got a gripe mm-hmm. that I haven't heard. That makes it more fun. Oh boy! Sure. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> And then we'll segue from March Madness into the state of the NBA mm-hmm. and how one and done is impacting the league. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh man. Well, let's get into it for NFL offseason. Who are the biggest NFL offseason winners thus far? The Bucks. <laughs> the chicken. <laughs> Why is it the Bucks? I mean, they, they won the whole thing and then turned right back around. And I, I'm not going to say win the offseason yet because you still got the draft. But so far, <laughs> they're running away with it. Is there anything any team can do? To say that they won the offseason more than what the Bucs. So just real quick, talk yeah. about what the Bucs have done. They've done everything. They've signed Brady back. So you extended Brady an additional year. Tagged Godwin. So you kept Chris Godwin. Went and signed Shaq to, what, 72 mil? You kept Shaq guaranteed. for the next four years. Yeah. Levante you kept, David. You kept Levante David for two more years. Gronk. You just signed Reed Gronk to another one year. Who else? Did you get so, Sue back? Huh? They're probably working on that. Donkey Kong Sue. I think locked I, in I think he yet. might. We might let him go and draft the end. I think that'd we'll be see. a better move. We'll uh, see. I, I mean, I'm not on that boat just yet. No way. I'm not on that boat because he's not a prototypical quote unquote defensive end. He's really a D tackle mm-hmm. that has been playing a three four right. end, mm-hmm. which I don't know if there's any how many guys like that are in this draft. Like right now, I think. And he does, pure, huh? he does damage. He does. He does damage. And he does damage. Mm-hmm. But he's gonna want to get paid. Um, he's he's at know. that he's at that point in his career where he he's got one last payday to get, and that's I, it. That's I think he's past that last payday. And honestly, that so. And honestly, that that might be fair because now he has a ring. So yeah, you got some something to, to show. Play for another ring. Another ring. He's nah. He's got it. Nah. I don't. Are you satisfied with one? 
You win one and you're like, I'm good? In all honesty, I don't think that guys in NFL like like prioritize like multiple rings like, the, like they do in like the NBA. I don't know, man. I think the guys that prioritize that is like the Bradys and the, the, guys, the guys that, that have a touched. chance to be the GOAT. I don't know. You know I feel the- like... I feel like if you if you get a chance to feel that feeling of winning one mm-hmm. as an athlete as a player, you have to be like, "Yo, I want to do that again." You play every season for that goal. Like, uh, and Donald Kong Su doesn't need money. So let me ask no. you: uh, You shouldn't. <laughs> let me ask you this: you Shouldn't need if, money. If you play in a, a three four in your uh, end. And you won a championship, and you got fifty million guaranteed on the table. Not saying he'll get that. I want to say he's not going to get. No, I'm just saying something, something, a good number for him, whatever that is. You're not going to take that, opposed to go chase another ring and possibly get hurt. I don't think he's going to get that much on the market. He's on the he's on the back end of his career. Mm -hmm. His glory days are behind him. Mm -hmm. You might as well make up maybe a couple million less and go win another title. I hear you. I mean, it sounds good for a for a Bucks fan, right? And I think that for me, I feel like in the NFL, for guys who are constantly getting hit, getting you know beat, like they're constantly in the trenches. Like, if you win one, it's like, oh man, I did it, right? Like, like if you're in the NBA, you can kind of ride that wave, right? Like, like. We watched Last Dance, like guys who are kind of on the end of their careers. Like I can ride this, you know, these coattails and, and get a ring or or three. But in Dominican Sue, like he's in there, like he's getting hit, he's getting beat. Like you can tear an ACL, you right. can you can tear. A, I think those guys love that though. No man, like, to be uh, an some guys, some guys are thinking like, okay, what's after football? How can I set my kids up, my family, yeah. and myself? Which is which is fair, I but think, I think. I think you can always tell who those guys are. And you don't like, think he's one of those. Like Larry Fitzgerald, you can tell. He's he's lining up, okay, what am I going to do after football? Right. Sue is one of those guys like, I just love the game. And I'm right. going to play till I can't play no more. So 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 how, so how many guys do we know that are, that are on the offensive and defensive line that are like that? Of what? Trying to set themselves up for after ball? Yeah. There's a handful? Not many. Very the, few. The, the only person I can think of is like, Strahan. Michael Strahan. Right. Who Strahan was on, did it. you know, uh Sap tried to do it. He was his personality. I thought, thought Sap was the opposite folks. though. I just I just thought Sap loved football. No, but you think about it, like Sap stopped playing ball and went into like an, an um analyst work. Remember he was on that show with like Michael Irvin for a minute. Like Sap went into doing Man. other things. But Sap was more of a face though. Sue isn't Sap. So that's the other reason why it's like. Play it out. Look, but again, he made, he straight, made eight million. But again, Sat won a ring. Strahan won two, right? But mm-hmm. I mean, but but he also won a ring, kind of in the in the middle of his career, right? Right. Strahan won another one later, mm-hmm. you know, with the Giants. So it's like he wasn't done. I'm not saying Sue was done, but he's kind of also at the end of his career. Like he has he nothing is. else to prove. So at this point, to in my opinion, go for another one. And you know he he made eight million last year. Three million was mm-hmm. a base, mm-hmm. and he got a five million dollar bonus. You're not mm-hmm. gonna get much more than that on the market. I say anyway, bring, I mean, we I, gotta, yeah, we, we, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say as a Bucks fan, I say bring him back because keep that defense intact because that Absolutely. defense won you all the ring. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I say keep it together. All right, 
Anybody else, do you disagree the Bucs have had the best offseason? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Tom Brady, you know, restructured his deal. You know, he's still getting paid. <laughs> just, just, by just, the way, Tom Brady's still getting paid, everybody. <laughs> right? Not taking a pay cut. Um, he, no, he's not taking a pay cut. He's he's just restructuring his money, but he's allowing other people to get paid, which is actually pretty dope, right? So you you, you restructure to get paid. Um, who else is getting that? I mean, the Chiefs didn't do anything. They didn't bring in more weapons on offense or defense. And to me, like if it's in the in the AFC, who else is going to compete with the Bucks right now? In the, the NFC, NFC, uh, the Packers they re-signed uh, their running back. Aaron that, that Jones, was a big move. Cool, but I mean, no, it's important for them. I don't think it moves the needle. I mean, he was there yeah. when we played him this year. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they didn't they didn't sign Allen Robinson or they didn't nope. get a new. I right, mean, they so didn't get Chris right Godwin. Now we're just reaching because no one else made like big moves. Nobody. I mean, New like, England I mean, re-signed Cam. No one cares. I mean, we <laughs> well, care, but so do you not think? Um, the Rams getting Stafford mm-hmm. puts them up like, yo, one of the biggest offseason winners. Um, I thinking about what the Rams have done with fair. Jared yeah. Goff. That's actually fair because that defense is legit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're young. They're really good. I think that offense with Matt Stafford. I think it puts them in contention with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. But now they have to beat the Bucks. Yeah. And I still think the Bucks have the better offense because I still don't trust those two receivers to be number one guys. I feel like they still need a guy in St. Louis. That's fair. That could be a number one receiver. They got two slot receivers hold playing on. outside. Hold on, hold on. Did you just say St. Louis? <laughs> I did say St. Louis. Los huh. Angeles. LA. Huh. Don't do that. Don't do that. Not right now. <laughs> Off air. Go ahead. <laughs> Y'all did it to me on it. Go ahead, be go ahead, be petty. And that was that was pump. That was nah. You was nah. You was in. Oh, you co-signed it. Yo, you definitely was all in on that. Don't do that. But you know what? Hey, I'll take it. It was me. I said it. I know you were. I I said it. You started it all. He was right there with you. I co-signed it. I guarantee it. All right, Denzel. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, yeah, no. Nobody did anything better than what the Bucks did. So Mm. feels good. Go Bucks! I, I bet it does. Our offense, and we're rough, trying to get Russell Wilson tough. Go, go Bucks! To do go nothing. Bucks! Ain't no other team stopping us. Go, go Bucks! Go Bucks! In the Raymond James, we do, do our thing. thing every time we score them the cannon. <laughs> if you want to see, shout <laughs> out to the Bucks. It feels good to be a Bucks fan, man. Man, days. you know what? We we deserve it. It's been a, it's been some hard years, rough. <laughs> and now, not only did you, not only did we win one, I think you asked like, when's the last time the Bucks have been like in position to continue to be like continually good? And you said since the last time we won a chip, I feel like in 02, we had the opportunity, and Chucky just blew it. I also felt like those guys were older and wanted to move on. Nah, Chucky ruined that, man. I can't blame Chucky, man. You bored over that guy? Whereas this team, oh, like, <laughs> we're younger. You, and... you, you still waiting for that notification from Schefter? <laughs> nah, Watson, Watson ain't coming. <laughs> He's not coming. He ain't coming. Wilson Russell Wilson ain't, coming. ain't walking through them doors. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> nope. Your, your daddy ain't showing up today. <laughs> nope. 
Okay. All right. Well, I think we are all in agreement. The Bucks have had the best offseason, and nobody's really close. Not even close. It's pretty fire. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the Bucks Nation. I like it. Raise the flags. All right. Cannons. <laughs> Cannons. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Do something. Do something. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All right, hey, um, Willie Taggart, man. <laughs> let's uh, let's go ahead and let's let's dive into this March Madness talk. Which we slandered college basketball. We did all season. Yeah, just to turn around, and now literally two weeks straight, mm-hmm. we've talked. About college basketball, what changed? What happened? I mean, personally, for me, like I watched um, the ACC championship game. I watched the SEC championship game. That Alabama LSU game was like really good. Actually, meant to try and catch some of that. It was I actually really good. That. I mean, I mean, Bama is a is a, a pretty a pretty good team. Um, you know, Florida State, they're they're good. Georgia Tech, they're, they're all right. I don't think they should have beat Florida State. State kind of gave that away. Um, but I think, like, when you see competitive teams play against each other on the regular, it's cool. Or if it's a championship game or, you know, something that's that's what it's worth, maybe that's what I've been looking for. And okay. now that we have March Madness here, I mean, we still haven't done a bracket. I think we should still do a bracket. I think we should. I think, I think, I think we, we, should, should. we should do really? a, a somebody said bracket. All right, you know it's, what? it's only right, no, even, right? Though we, even though we haven't been keeping up as we should, yeah. but it, it's kind of fun to not know and still try to Absolutely. fill out a bracket. But so you know what though? Because months ago I said, since there aren't the typical juggernauts, your, mm-hmm. your typical blue bloods are not dominating the, the landscape mm-hmm. that actually could make for a more entertaining March. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm y'all g- disagree with me? I, 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 I apologize because I'm going to be. I'm going to. I don't think I disagreed with you. I thought you did. I don't think I disagreed pull with you. Pull the tape. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's, yeah. it's all recorded. Yeah, we, I can go yeah, pull, we can pull the tape. tape on that. I can go pull it. But I think, I, I think we're we, we in store for some good basketball. I don't think necessarily I disagree with you. I think it's the fact that, you know, like, if it's more of the interest, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't have those teams to bring you in, so if you don't have the North Carolinas and the Dukes that are doing things or the Kansas, Kentuckys, and you got – You got other teams that are sitting here, you know, entering the tournament. It's kind of like, yeah, it's 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 fun, but it's not going to draw you into college basketball, mm-hmm. right? So now that we're here and it, it's set, so okay, cool. You can attach yourself to, oh, hey, Michigan's there. Okay, cool. Gonzaga's there. Well, they've been there, right? Illinois is there. Oh, hey, they've been there before. If you like Florida State, if you like North Carolina, they're there. Right. So you can actually get into it, but as going forward, like to watch the season, eh, I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't watch the season because it wasn't fun. But it's know? it's March now. It's, you're exactly. Excited. It's March. So it's the allure of March. Yeah. Maybe yeah. It's, maybe it's the allure because it's one and done, okay. as opposed to when we were sitting here and we like we haven't talked about a Duke North Carolina game. Nobody cares. besides in passing. <laughs> Right, right, because it wasn't fun. Because well, they're gonna play tomorrow, but it it it, it didn't mean anything. Yeah. No, it definitely Not, didn't mean anything. Which, which, on, which, in all honesty, it never really means anything. But you know what, though, it's crazy because 
I think I, I said I said this like years ago, and I'm like, college basketball, the regular season is harder to get into because they play so many games. Right in the NFL, you play 16 games, mm-hmm. right? And honestly, you really can't take a week off, right? Maybe you, depending on who you are, how good you are, maybe you could take a week here or there, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't just afford to just be taking nights off, multiple nights off in the NFL. College football, forget it, right? You take a night off, that yeah, could right. be your season. Right. I think in a way, sometimes we we get conditioned into thinking about that, where it's like, eh, they got so many more games left. It's like, yeah, yeah sure. Dude lost to Boston College on a Tuesday night. Right. Is it really a big deal? I think sometimes we get a little bit conditioned with that because there are so many games until now where it's like, all right, ain't no so many games no more. Like It's literally every single time you touch that court, you have to win. And it's, it's, it's college basketball in March. It's the most exciting brand of basketball any, any time. Nah. No, yes. Nah. What what is then? This is more exciting than when the Lakers are playing in the finals. <sighs> no, don't do that to me. Right? <laughs> yeah, that, right. That's, that, that's, that's, that's not that. fair. That's, that's not, not fair. It's fair. You I, just said it's the most exciting. Let me ask you this. Wait, 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 wait. Let me ask you. Let me let me ask you this. I'm actually with him on that. Would you rather watch an NBA playoff? You you want to fast forward to the finals, right? Huh? You would rather fast forward to the finals? No, I, I watch. I like watching every. So you're watching game. Toronto and whoever. In the first round. Oh, you talking about like random team, like any random team? In the team? playoffs. Opposed like, to watching March Madness. Actually, where one the game NBA could playoffs, kick you out of there. I watch. I try and watch almost as many games as possible. You know what? I, What's more exciting though? March What's Madness, What's more exciting? Right? Yeah. March Madness is actually more exciting because it's one and done. The the NBA playoffs, I'm waiting for the real games to come yeah. around. Wait, wait. So are you, are you guys telling me you watch every like... The one sixteen game, I the two fifteen game. <laughs> I do. You watch. First of all, there's no way because they play multiple games at the same time. Well, so the one possible the, to watch. You all pick of one. Them. Pick one. But I'm so just saying. Every in slot, you're trying to catch a game. Yes. Every time slot. It's really? exciting. Tom's point, like, like honestly, like, like if the Lakers played the Nuggets and that was a a one eight game, and you said it was one and done, you don't know what's gonna happen. Because again, like in. In a seven-game series, fine. The Lakers should win. The best team prevails. But in a one-game set, you don't know what's going to happen. You got to be on your game. It never never goes the way you think it's going to go. That's what's always fun about March Madness. And there's always one team that's just random. So honestly, so to me, that's what makes March Madness that that extra level of exciting. It's Mm -hmm. like the random Jimmer Fredette who comes out of nowhere, (laughs) which... I think Jimmer crawled so so Steph could walk, but I'll say that for another day. <laughs> nope. Jimmer, Jimmer was doing it before Steph was Steph. Sure. All right. I'm he just putting he, it out he there. He couldn't do it in the league. Like, but those, no those hey, he put up like he's putting up numbers wherever he is. He's he overseas somewhere he in the league. Numbers. No, he couldn't. Mm-hmm. But like to me, like that is what makes it like that extra level of excitement because either some random player explodes or some random team right. gets hot at the right time. Which, right. But but at the same time, like I feel like like even though Jimmer was that guy in March Madness, Jimmer was always kind of building this hype even in the post in the regular season, right? Or when you see again Duke play North Carolina, right? Or whoever plays whoever in the regular season. You might see those teams match up sometime in postseason. Mm. 
And to me, like right now, we just didn't we didn't get that anticipation or that excitement that you know, like like you might watch a a Duke play Michigan in the regular season, like like it's a big Pack hyped house. up matchup, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like okay, Duke play Michigan, great. But when they play in the in the in the in the March Madness, it's like all right, cool. I don't know. Normally, though, in those regular season matchups, first of all, it's always Michigan State. They're either playing Duke or North Carolina, they get smacked. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go on a Tom Izzo rant today, but <laughs> at some point, I got to do that on the show. I'm going on a Tom Izzo oh, rant. Oh, you're going to do it. I know you're going to oh, do oh, it. Of absolutely. course. He's the most overrated coach in college basketball history. Yeah, it is. He's anyway. going to the Hall of Fame. He will go to the Hall of Fame. Oh, you're is. right. Still most overrated. Um, but we never got those matchups in the regular season. So now, like, March well, Madness is going to be March Madness because, again, it's one and done. Well, are you, are you, before we, before we dive too, too deep mm-hmm. and we get off the rails, mm-hmm. uh, real quick, we'll just go with the one seeds, right? Oh, mm-hmm. So in the go. West Division, you got mm-hmm. Gonzaga, who's 26 and 0, mm-hmm. undefeated Gonzaga, Jalen Suggs, Diaper Dandy. Um, that kid can ball. Lottery pick? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely lottery pick. In the South, you got Baylor. In the Midwest, you got the the fighting Illini. (laughs) Hello. And in the East, Michigan. Are you actually a fighting Illini fan? I'm actually a actually a big Illini fan. I can see it. Yeah. I can see it too. I can see it. Shout out to Big Frankie Williams, number 30 back in the day. Lose the head. D Williams. Come on, man. Hey man. That boy D Will. Darren. That web was a Come monster on, at, uh, at Illinois, man. Come on, man. Let's go, man. All right. Of the so, do you guys know how often a one seed wins? I don't think it's that often, right? Enlighten us. Wasn't like last year the or before that like was the it a Kentucky like team? The last team, number one teams made it to the Final Four or something. Only four teams since 1985 have been a one seed. And won it. So it don't matter. <laughs> not really. And honestly, it sounds like you're more likely to not win it mm-hmm. as a one seed. So with that being the case, of the one seeds, who do you guys think has the best chance to actually do it? Remind you, Gonzaga's 26 and 0, Baylor's 22 and 2, Illinois is 23 and 6, Michigan is 20 and 4. I'm gonna go with Gonzaga because they're used to this stage. And they're they're always they are they're always well coached. And they have an elite player on the team. You always go with the stars around this time of year. Okay. So not saying they, they're going to do it, but if I had to pick, I'm going to say Gonzaga, just off coaching and um, Suggs. Okay. Punk, where you at? I honestly can't say because I haven't, I mean, outside of Illinois, I haven't really watched any of them. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I got, you know what's fair? Yeah. I mean, like I, I know that Illinois has a good – Post presence, and I, I know they got some good um, backcourt presence. Like, but I don't honestly, I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. I'm going with Baylor. Okay, and the reason I'm going with Baylor is because they're very well balanced, right? You look at their, you look at their top scores. Top scores putting up 17. Number two is putting up 16. Number three is putting up 14. That's good balance because what what's going to happen is there's going to be a game where your best guy doesn't have his best night. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's, it's bound to happen. Right. Like mm-hmm. you you would see it last year where like, you know, with not 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 last year, two years ago, RJ Barrett would have a, a tough shooting night, but then Zion 
you know, is picking up the extra slack. So but I are, think, but are they feeding him though? But what I, well, but when you have a team that's balanced, like that's a balanced attack. You can't, so you can't focus if, on one player. Exactly. So even if one of the three isn't having a great night, well, the other two can pick it up for him. So the fact that they have that balance, I like it. Kind of like Eastlake. And yes, also like Bishop McLaughlin, which man, them boys gonna be nasty next year. We gotta go see Bishop McLaughlin. No, I'm dead serious. I'm serious. We're gonna go. Pump. <laughs> I'm going with Baylor. I'm picking Baylor. And, okay. I, and the other thing is Baylor also came out of Big 12. And so, in basketball, Big 12 has been tough. So you got years. Baylor, I got Illinois, you got uh, not Zags. 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 Let's see I do, do have a question within the question, though. Let's of go. Course. Who's the random team that you think has a chance to make some noise? Make some noise. No, 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 no. Wait. Now, when you say random, you got to give me I got context. A, the no-name schools, like... No-name schools. For me, it's um, St. Bonaventure. Mm. Never heard of them. They're in there almost every Saint year, Bob, though. Yeah, St. Bonaventure is like there always lot. there. Nah, I'm not going to give it to <laughs> They Saint are kind of like always like that. That's, this year is the first time I've heard of them. Really? You yeah. never heard of St. Bonaventure? No. They're in there like every year. Yeah, yeah I feel like they're always they there. Because they always win their conference. Okay. Yeah, St. Bonaventure is actually, they got a nut for their... You know, conference, they got a nice program. Like, St. Bonaventure is, uh, they're, they're in there, there a lot. Yeah. So, are they lot. like a VCU? Kind of. They're almost like a, um, not like Rhode Island's in there all the time. Okay. They're like that. Or like Richmond, like the Spiders. Like, they're always ran. Yeah. Like VCU, <laughs> VCU back in the day. Yeah. yeah. So, um, let's see. No name team that I think could make some noise. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm perusing over the, over the list. I'm trying to see. I mean, we can always come back to it. <laughs> now, now, when you say no name, they can't be like a big time program, or no, they just haven't just, been very good in recent years. Not a big time program, just a random team that no one's used to watching just on TV. Randos? Yeah, um, hmm. that's tough. Yeah, it is tough. Um, yeah, Morehouse. I, I guess more I, is it Morehouse or? I mean, Morehead. I think that's Morehead. Morehead. Can I say? I said Florida State because I, I think that Florida State can always make a, a run. Well, Florida State should have won it last year if they played. So you it's can't debatable. really throw them in there. Here we go. This guy right it's here. It's debatable. You got to play the game. What is Miami hat on? You could have <laughs> said that Florida State should have won the ACC no. this year, and they didn't. So they should, yeah. you got to play the game. Oh. COVID. No, it wasn't no COVID. It just lost. Yeah, they. I mean, last, yeah. no, I'm talking about last oh, year. Well, they yeah, should have I mean, won it all last year. Yeah, could have, could have, would have, should have. You know what? I'm gonna go. COVID. I'm gonna go Winthrop. <clears throat> just because you like Solid the name. Pick. <laughs> yes. You, you know who I'm going with? Mm-hmm. I'm going with Liberty. They were 23 and five on the season, okay. and they had a pretty good football year too. I'm going they with did. Liberty. They were ranked. Going with Liberty. I'm, I think Liberty. Okay. Oh, oh man! They gotta, right, you play. Got, they gotta liberty, play Kate Cunningham. Liberty, liberty, liberty. So these are these these are on record. So if any of those teams go further, <laughs> nah, I gotta go so, with somebody else. So who you got? Uh, Saint Bonaventure. Saint Bonaventure. Yeah, I can't go with Liberty. All right, you got? Nah, <laughs> nah, I can't go. No, they gotta play. They play Kate Cunningham. Kate oh, Cunningham is about to now. put like forty five on the Iona. Come on, they're man. always in there. No, now you know what? No this name? is they're a Cleveland no State? name. Oh, so we're talking about like. G like five Cleveland? schools like, like Cleveland, because I was actually gonna say Iowa. Nobody ever goes to like like whoever says Cleveland like I want to go Rock. vacation in Cleveland. Cleveland right. Rock. Iowa's in no, the Big nobody, Ten, so you can't. They're in the Big yeah. Ten. No, I, nobody. I, I got you, Joakim. I got you. What was that? Yes, nobody wants to be in Cleveland. Nobody wants to be in Cleveland. I got it. Um, He's retired, by the way. 
I never get your your little. <laughs> He's one of the greatest bulls of all time. What? He's one of the greatest bulls of all time. Who? Joakim Noah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna give you that one. We'll come back to you, Breeze. No, UNC Greensboro. That's what I'm going with. And right. they, go, they might beat Florida State week one. So we got two teams each on record. Stop it. Huh? That's him being petty, but fine. What? He could have gone Eastern Washington. All he could have right. gone <laughs> right, Grand Canyon. Right, done. I, Oral I played Roberts. Around. Yeah. I played around. Yeah. I played around. Yeah, with that, with the team that's going to play Florida State. Final pick. Abilene Christian. What's the backstory? Um... <laughs> I think they got a good matchup. They're twenty three and four. They they get UConn week week one, which I don't think UConn is all that special. And then the second round, they could be playing. No, my bad. They got Texas week one, and I think Texas is good, but mm-hmm. I think Texas can be beat. They got a big man who's pretty solid, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's. Um, I think he's pretty pretty good, but I don't think he's like this unstoppable force. And I think if you play good team ball and take care of the ball against Texas, I think you can beat. Him. I actually watched Texas play um, Oklahoma State, actually, over the weekend. I saw them play Kay Cunningham, and uh, he was killing them boys. But, like, that's really all Oklahoma State has, so he needed some more help. UConn. How deep can y'all go in, like, UConn players? I hate UConn with a passion. UConn players, go. No. Number one. No. Just go. No. Nobody? Uh, Kimba. (laughs) Okay. Hate all of them. Give me one. No, I hate Give me them. one. No, I hate them. Give me one. I hate them. You don't why? I hate all New England sports. Oh my god. No, and no I hate don't. I, yes, I do. You know this. I hate UMass. I hate all of them. <laughs> you don't like Marcus Camby? No. You don't like Ray Allen? In a NBA Ray Allen. And non-Celtic he went Ray to Allen. UConn. Non-Celtic NBA Ray Allen. I love Supersonic Ray Allen. Mm-hmm. And I really get down with Miami Heat right now. Mm-hmm. That's it. Interesting. I hate all New England sports. You know this. Yeah, Literally yeah, all of them. All, all sports, all teams, And the you schools. hate Notre Dame. I got to find hate somebody that you can't hate on. You know who's the biggest bozo? A Mecca Okafor. Loser. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. There that's you go. Fair. You named one. Yeah, you happy? I named one. I named one of the biggest <laughs> losers out of, out of UConn. Happy now? Yeah, yeah, I am. Thank you. Whatever. Shabazz. Shaky Shabazz. Khalid Alameen. <laughs> hey. I nah, thought Shabazz was going to do something. That was the first and last Khalid Alameen reference of the year. Oh, the by far. Yeah, by far. All right, moving okay. on. <laughs> moving on. I, I, I think we, we covered our bases. Mm-hmm. March mm-hmm. Matter, and we're doing a bracket, is what yes, I heard. we are yep. doing a bracket. Are we opening this up? We're going to like post on the social media. Other Why folks not? can join it. Yeah, let's sure. Go. Let's do it. All right, cool. Done. All right, y'all keep your eyes out for that bracket. Even though we literally just talked, literally had a segment talking about how nobody's doing a bracket. But here we are. And here we are. Hey, why not? Crazy how things change. All right, let's pay the bills real quick. On the backside of that, we will do Asha's gripe of the week. And then we're going to continue on this basketball conversation and segue into how it's affecting the NBA. Mm -hmm. When you've been injured, you deserve help from an attorney that knows how to handle your injury claim. This is attorney Clinton Paris from the law office of Clinton Paris. 
For over a decade, I work for insurance companies, and now I use that knowledge and experience to help people that have been injured. For a free consultation, call me, Attorney Clinton Paris, at 813-413-7924. That's 813-413-7924 or at parislawoffice.com. At the Law Office of Clinton Paris, we take the pain out of being hurt. Offices, Riverview. The Red Lady Rum Punch is Tampa Bay's Rum Punch, a premium blend of rum with island fruit juice and natural flavor. Perfect for any occasion, including just sipping on the beach. To find it near you, visit theredladypunch.com. Shake well and please drink responsibly. The next man or the next one man, it doesn't make a difference. Keep the competition coming. And I recite chapter in verse. The title of this recital is Ladies First. Hey y'all, this your girl Asha here with another week of a recording of Asha Gripe of the Week. This week, my gripe is going to be about the man, the man that were, was doing the announcing at a high school basketball game, a girls basketball game in Oklahoma, and the high school girls took a knee during the national anthem, and he called them niggers. My my issue is not necessarily you know him being white. My issue is that I want white people to start standing up in their whiteness. If that's how you feel about us, let it be known and go on about your business. And the second thing is, it's the audacity for me. Like, they're children. These are high school girls. They're not grown women. They don't, you know what I'm saying? They don't pay nobody bills. They're in high school. And you're com- you're commentating a high school games and you call these young ladies Niggers, like I feel like you need to be disbanded from your job. You need to be fired, and you don't need to do any more high school sports. Period. You should be kicked out of the high school arena for any other future games, sports, whatever. Like your kids should not be allowed to go to school in Oklahoma after what you just said about children. And the third thing that I have to say about this is, I am in the medical field, and I just want you all to know that. Diabetes type one have nothing to do with you being racist, and even if it did, your diabetes they never like that never let you forget that you're a racist. That didn't let you forget that they were black women. They didn't let you forget that they are black children. So even if it was your diabetes, it didn't let you forget that you are very, that racism is re- like deeply rooted into your system. And I don't want to hear anything about any diversity trainings. I don't want to hear anything about that. I don't really don't think that that stuff works. But um, so that was like like what I wanted to gripe about. I mean, we know racism is this. We know racism is here. But my whole thing is to stand up in it, like be proud in it. Be proud that you're a racist. It's okay. I would rather you be proud that you're a racist than than you sit up here and try to hide your racism and try to be undercover. Oh, uh, Breeze, Aaron, and my husband Shayon, they all know how I feel. About white people. I would rather white people stand up in their racism than to be try to be friendly and try to be act like they like black people. Well, that was Asha's gripe for the week. I'll be back next week with another gripe. Peace out. Hot one. That's deep. Dang. I agree with her on multiple fronts. I'll start it out. I'll start out this week. Oof. I agree on multiple fronts. First of all, if you are racist, I'd rather know that you're racist. Yep. I, I like to know who I'm dealing with. Right, because at that point, then I know how I need to move move around you. You know what I mean, or, or just conduct myself when I'm when if I if I have to deal with you, I rather know it. So I do agree with that. Now, obviously, you rather nobody be racist, but we know it exists. We know it's real. So if you are racist, I rather I do rather know that you're racist. Now, I also agree on the front of there's no way he can keep that job. 
Like, th- there's absolutely no place for that. And she, first of all, she's right. We're talking about kids. Even if it wasn't kids, though, you you talking about grown people, grown adults, but especially with children. Yeah. Like you said that about yeah. some kids. Yeah. Right. There's no place for you in any sport in in any place. There's no place for that. Right. And I feel I feel for those kids because there's always there's always at least one or two they'll never forget that. You know what I mean? Like some of them may be able to move on, but there'll be some that they'll never forget that. And you don't know how that's going to play on their psyche moving forward. Right. And we're talking about children. Yeah. Like seriously, what kind of loser are you as a person? That, all right. That's it for me. <laughs> I mean, that's a nail on the head. Yeah. Yeah. Legit. Like you kind of. I'm kind of hot. I'm actually, I'm not kind of hot. I'm super. You know what? So, I've been seeing this story and I've been scrolling. So, why does he it. have his job still? That's the thing. He still has his job? Does he? Does he? I don't know. Does he? It, sounds, it sounds like it. Like, it, it, you should have been fired the same night. Immediately. Like, you don't get to finish that game. It, he did it during the national anthem. By the right. time the you jump, snatched. by the time the tip happens, yeah. you're out of the building. And honestly, if, 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 if anybody used the word nigga, like, you should be out of a job. Done deal. Right, like, like I don't care. Like, if, if you're if you're broadcasting that by yourself, then nobody hears it. Cool, but if you have a a, a co-host and he hears it, you should be done before the, you know, the 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 next possession. Yeah, honestly, you should be out of the building. Off you should the be premises. out of the building. But 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 honestly, like those people who do that, they have a certain comfort level, and why? Because obviously he felt comfortable enough to actually say that at feel, a game. <laughs> I feel like it was one of those things where this yes, is. I think that's game. who he. I think that's who he really is. And it was a. It, he reacted without remembering. I don't think where sometimes he was. It, it seeps out. Yeah, like sometimes like the real, almost like when the real you comes out, kind of thing. You try to like yeah. your filter yeah. to catch it. Like and honestly, I like like I hear that, but that's kind of like. Like we all have those moments where you 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 think to yourself not to say certain things or whatever whatever, but it's gonna come out. But you feel comfortable enough to say it, right? Like, which means he he probably says it in private. Like like you might do certain things or you might do certain things around people that you're you're comfortable with, or you might say certain things. You might say certain things around people that you're comfortable with, right? Mm-hmm. So he felt comfortable enough to actually say that out loud. On the air, or like like whatever that is. So wherever he was, he felt comfortable enough to say that. So when you say it, don't backtrack and say it's diabetes. Just First of say all, it. It's, it's got to be. It's not diabetes. That's a sad excuse. Yeah, and that's a, and that's a, you're a grown yeah. man. That's that's garbage. That's the worst excuse. Yeah. Ever. I don't, I I don't like that. Never heard that ever. In my life. I don't like that, man. Right. And coming from a family where multiple people. Have battled with diabetes. Never once they said my sugar is low. Let me be racist. Like no, like <laughs> the sugars. Yeah, you know, oh, 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 my sugar's low. Oh, sugar's give me, give me a Werther's and and one of those n words. Like what are, we, what are we doing? Yeah, right. no, nah, man. I'm, I'm. For, yeah, li- no, that no. makes it worse. Yeah, that no. excuse makes it worse. No, he, I, I, I don't, he, I don't, he meant that. Yeah, I don't want oh, an yeah. apology. I don't want nope. none of that. I don't, I don't want an exp- explanation. I just, no. I just need you out, out. Yeah, basically, like. That stuff like kills me too. Like, like you're giving like so much like glory to an inanimate like what's it called an inanimate 
an inanimate object up, right? An inanimate object? Yeah. What's the, I don't understand. The flag. Oh, oh, yeah. oh like the Confederate flag. No, no, the, the American flag. Oh, the American like, flag. Like, they're kneeling. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha, right? gotcha. So the American flag, like, it's just this, it's a piece of cloth. Literally. It has nothing to do with you actually being an American. You can never see the flag in your life, right? When you're born to this country, you're an American, right? Yeah, by right. law. By law. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a flag. I don't know what a flag is. When I'm two, three years old, I can see it. I'm like, I don't know what that is. So why is that? So why does that matter to you so much? It's, I, been, it's been changed so many times in our country. And even right, it had 13 stars and 42 stars, 50 stars, like whatever. Like for whatever why? reason, for whatever reason, people feel a certain way about it, and yeah. and that's their right. You know what? So be right. it. Right? If, if you feel some way about it, because there are certain things in my life that are inanimate objects, and I feel a certain way about them. Right? And it's just naturally. Right? I mean, you know. You know, certain pieces of jewelry that I've gotten over my lifetime, or you know, something that my my grandmother's enjoyed that I, you know, like my pinky, like my my nails. To hate somebody over it, and so and that, but that's the problem though. Just because it matters to you, mm-hmm. doesn't mean it matters to somebody else. And that's and that's where we run into the issue. And again, this is not a political show, and we don't right. need to dig into that. But it's right. like something can matter to you, and it can matter to you a lot. Yeah. But it, that doesn't mean it's going to matter. My grandmothers love my nails, my fingernails. Super, super random, super weird. And I would always grow my nails. My grandmothers always, I always kept them real clean. They lo- they were strong. Help. My grandmothers love my fingernails. You don't care nothing about my fingernails. Right. Not at all. And why would you? So we have to, or not we, some people need to understand that just because something matters to you, it doesn't matter to everyone even if you feel like it should, who are you to decide that for somebody else? Right. And, and that's part of the problem. At the end of the day, it's kids, man. And it doesn't give yeah. you, just because, like you said, something matters to you don't give you the opportunity to belittle someone, especially kids. Kids. Yeah, no. And you don't do that. You're a grown man, so. You don't do that. And if he hasn't lost his job yet, then shame shame, shame on, on the whole state of Oklahoma. Right, right. Like, yeah, literally, so. shame on them, man. And I, and I know we don't, we don't talk about Oklahoma very much outside of OU football and basketball, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but the state of Oklahoma does have long-standing racial issues. Yeah. Um, we, don't, we don't think about them in terms of like the quote-unquote South, right? Like yeah. you know, the Alabamas and the Mississippis. Yeah. Oklahoma's right up in there too, man. And there's a long yeah. history of racial issues yeah. in that state. They got blood on their hands. And Black Wall Street. And when, when something shows itself like this, you need to, you got to address it. Mm-hmm. That's unacceptable. And honestly, and if I'm a parent, I'm kind of glad he said it because now I know that you got, we got to get you up out of here. Oh, if they're not going to get you up out of here, well, now I know to get you up out of here and I'm going right. to do whatever it takes. It might sound weird. Like, I appreciate people who actually like admit their racism because at least I know where you stand. I know who you are. And I know I know how to move. Right? Like, like that might sound weird. Or even and the again, people- like, this is not a political show. No, right? Yeah. But- Tell me who you are, because if because if you hide it behind whatever you do, you always kind of can move in and out and whatever. You tell me who you are, you stand behind that. Or even cool. the people that's acting racism racist and they don't even know they're acting racist. I appreciate them yeah. too because I can identify it. I can identify and move that. around yep. that. Yeah, yep. but yeah, that that guy he's a loser for that. Oh, one hundred percent, and he's Huge got a loser. He's got to so, lose his job. Like I like I kind of wish we knew his name so we could actually put his name on air 
<laughs> um, but I almost kind of hate giving those people publicity spotlight. and attention. Yeah, I do sometimes. It's almost like the like the um, uh, what do they call it? Like when somebody does like a um, like a mass shooting or something like that, or like a uh, like you. a bombing, yeah. and they're like, yeah. "Well, you don't want to make it." You don't want to publicize it because yeah. then somebody else may want to try yeah, copycat. You, copycat it. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean. I kind of hate, but yeah. you you gotta you gotta address it. So yeah, all right. I don't even think that was like a thumbs up gripe. It was just no. Nah, that's just a come on. That's a right and wrong. Yeah, you just yeah, flat yeah. out wrong. Definitely. Okay. We're gonna, have, we're gonna, we're gonna try to yeah. We're gonna. It's kind of hard <laughs> to shift <laughs> gears a out little of that. bit, right? Yeah, man. It is a little tough to shift gears out of that. Shout out to the beloved for that. Yeah, thanks, man. thanks a lot. Asha came with a, a deep you one on this. You know how week, she but, feel about him. But that's the that's the you know that's the state of where we live. Unfortunately, right. right? There are people like that in this country, and it's people like that around the world. Okay, so let's try to shift gears. And we're trying to kind of pick up where we were. We we talked about March Madness, and we talked about some of the teams that we thought could make a good run, either whether they're one seeds or they're kind of the the lesser known schools mm-hmm. who we think can make a run. But regardless, um, a lot of people herald March Madness as the opportunity for like the elite of players on the big stage to really make their name. Who and then they will go on to be lottery picks, mm-hmm. and. We named we named a couple guys. Like I named I named Kay Cunningham. Um, you named Jalen Suggs, both of who will be one and done guys. But are they really elite, or are they elite in this class? That's the thing we got to get to. I think Kay Cunningham is elite. I think Kay Cunningham in any class is still going to be a a top two pick. But yeah, then some classes there's guys like Anthony Bennett. He's the elite guy in the class, but. Is he really elite to the NBA standpoint? So, in terms of this class, I do think Kay Cunningham is. But my my argument with the one and dones, or my issue with what is happening, is that maybe you get one or two, right? Right? Maybe you get one or two, but we're seeing double digit kids who are one and dones who then run to the league, and maybe one or two of them are actually elite, are actually going to be the guy when they get to the league. And and so that's my argument. The depth of the draft has been watered down by kids running to the draft who are not ready for the NBA. Mm -hmm. Right. I think personally, once you enter college, you should at least stay for two years to either realize that, hey, this is a a subject that I want to study and while I'm playing basketball, I could get my degree and still make it to the NBA. If I know I'm a Zion Williamson, just go to the G League or something like that to develop your skills because you know you know you're a generational talent. Mm-hmm. I could I could still be one of the top guys in the league without going to college. But these so-called elite guys that aren't really elite like a Obi Toppin, who who knows how long he'll last in the NBA. Yeah, and, so, and that's my issue. I felt like, and you know, I could definitely go back and do the research. I'm sure the the numbers exist. I would love to see the quote unquote success rate for the average seventh overall pick. You know what I mean? Like some, give me like a not top three guy, right? right. 
Like you think about there, obviously there's certain drafts that's sticking out in our mind. 96 draft, right? Mm -hmm. You're always going to remember that 96 draft mm -hmm. and all the names that came out of it. You know, the 84 draft, you're always going to remember that 84 draft and all the names that came out of it. But let's say in like the 80s or the 90s, a random sixth overall pick. You know, how long did that guy stay in the league versus in the one and done era, how many sixth overall picks pan out and, right. you know, make it, you know, two, three contracts into the league? So, 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 so to that point, I was kind of like, I've been researching this, right? Okay. So a 10 year span for where we're at right now, like number one draft picks, right? Mm -hmm. So 10 year span from where we're at right now to let's say the 80s okay. right when people think that like the golden era of basketball 80s early 90s whatever right mm. so man i missed it <sighs> listen so we got anthony edwards last year right mm -hmm. zion williamson mm -hmm. deandre ayton markel uh, markel fultz ben simmons carl anthony towns angie yeah. wiggins anthony bennett anthony davis kyrie irving john wall that's the last 10 years. I think you might have did 11. But anyway. Uh, so either so scratch John Wall. Right. That's, that's, yeah, that's 10. Right. So from that, Kyrie Irving, Anthony Davis is probably your biggest names out of there or guys that you probably think will have longevity. Yeah. Like who will actually have an opportunity to be like. Yeah. They're, cur fame they're current superstars. I mean, we know Andrew Wiggins. He's <clears throat> where. Anthony Bennett. We don't know where he's at. <laughs> Car Anthony Towns, he's done. God bless his mom. Well, he's not done. He's not, he's he's Still above playing. average. He he's 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 done. You think so? Yeah. Mentally, you think his his mind is um, not there? I don't think that even before his mom passed, he was going to be great. I think, I think he, he just, just needs to go to a different. Yeah, different, I think he's just stuck in a bad yeah. organization. Go to a different anyway, organization. I, right. So okay, cool. So Ben Simmons. We're waiting for him to be able to shoot a ball. Like yeah, he's got to develop guard. some more skills. He's been yeah. overrated. He's okay. been overrated since he got Markel Fultz. Exactly. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton. He's good. Uh, he's a lot. He's good. <laughs> cool. Zion. Uh, Zion has a chance to do what? To do yeah. To do to be what? a star. To be Hall of Famer. That's, I don't think so. He could be a star in the league for a mm. short amount of time. And How then about Anthony that? Edwards. He could be a star too. Could so, be. So from there, so from there, I <laughs> that's so, so the last two years though. It's, so from there, I give you eighty four to ninety four, right? Yeah. Hakeem, the dream. Patrick, goat, goat. Go. Uh, I hate Patrick. Hold on. The the fact that I'm only naming first names means something. Just FYI, uh, right? That's fair. Brad Doherty, huh, David man. Robinson, ooh, go general. Danny Manning, good old Danny. Purvis Ellison. Derek Coleman, Larry Johnson, Larry, Shaquille O'Neal, Chris Weber, Glenn Robinson, Joe Smith, Allen Iverson. That's a nice list, though. There were some misses on that list, though. But there was a lot more hits than what we just said in that in, in the current era. So True. is it because of not saying in, in school that you're saying? To me, I, I, to me, I feel that's the case. Okay. Because I feel like when you get a chance to develop your game, like if, if you're telling me you're one year out of high school. Right. 
and you can come compete against LeBron James, Steph, James Harden. No. No. Unless you're Michael or LeBron. <laughs> un- un- unless you're that one generational talent, right. i.e. LeBron James, right? Who came yeah. straight out of high school. Even Steph went to college. Oh, yeah. Clay went to college. Oh, yeah. Dame. James Harden went to college. D-Wade. Dame went to college. The All these guys went. Claw went to college. All these guys went to college. Multiple years. Multiple years. They weren't one and done. Right? So, again, LeBron James is your Michael Jordan. He is your cream. Right. He's your generational talent. He's your he's your Kobe. Right? Right. That, yeah, you can come out of high school and be that guy. Kevin Garnett. Mm-hmm. You can be that guy and make it to the Hall of Fame or win a title or lead your team to something. But it's not be, a high success yeah, rate. Right. Or, 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 or be able to carry a team. Yeah. A lot of these guys can't carry a team. Yeah, no, as good as Kyrie is, Kyrie's not carrying a team. He's not carrying a team. No. Right? He has to be on the team with LeBron James. And I love Kyrie. With James Harden. Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant. Which now Kevin Durant's a generational. He could have compromised. But he also he no, he went to college. Well, yeah. I'm saying he could have though. He could have went right. from high a school. generational talent. Right, right, right. Yes. He could have come right out of high he school. He still would have been. So, yes. The he same still would have been that same guy. Because but but again, look look the way he's built. He's he's he he's he's six eleven with a handle and a jump shot. He's seven feet tall. He's seven foot tall so with a handle a, and a jump it's just shot. Just a handful of guys, basically. Right. Really. <laughs> but right now we're looking at a lot of guys who want to get paid, mm-hmm. who come from. I'm not actually at this point. I'm not even gonna say they come from humble beginnings because not everybody comes from humble beginnings. They I think might at be, this point they at, might be upper middle class. They just ball. I think a lot of them do. They say good. I think a lot of them come from quote unquote humble beginnings. But once they get like eighth grade and people start to realize, oh, this kid's already six seven. He's already six nine. Mm-hmm. Now you start getting where they're going to IMGs, they're going to the Mount Verge, they're going to the they Oak get what Hills. They want. Right at that point now, those humble beginnings are gone. You mm-hmm. you going to school at Oak Hill playing ball? There ain't nothing humble about that. Well, well, and then are there well, people- Well, to be in- fair, they're there, but their families might be there. Well, their, their families are still back home. Right. But like once you, but now they're, but now they're pampered. Mm-hmm. Like once you once you get to a Mount Verde and playing basketball, you're pampered now. So again, we so so now we're outside the like the that cut off to where even like Derrick Rose, right? Derrick Rose was in Inglewood all day. He went to Simeon, mm-hmm. right? He didn't go to no IMG. Shout out to Simeon. Shout out to Simeon, right? So he was that guy. Like he got out of Inglewood. He was pampered out of Inglewood. It's a different type of pampered though. Yeah, because he was pampered by his his family. Yes, and because they knew that he was that correct, guy. Correct, right? It's no, different. Yeah, not good. Not in a bad way. Not the IMG type. No, 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 no. no, no. My question is, who's advising these guys outside of basketball? Because their parents. Listen, like, listen. I'm talking about financially. Because yeah, you could you could make a top five pick. What happens when you're out of the league? What can you manage? About? Can you manage is that, that money? Right now? The thing is, because I want. Because that, that's not what we're talking about. Because Derrick Rose, barring injuries, could have been a Hall of Fame player. Right. No, I but think he's the, the saying, other no, guys. I think he's saying like for these other kids, it's, it's two ends to it. Who are some guys and get in and though. stay? To me, for the ones that the, for the ones that you believe should stay in school, mm-hmm. why are they running to the league? I think is is what the question. Oh, is. because I mean, because even for me, like I mean, I come from a, a upper middle class family. But if I had a chance to all of a sudden make a million dollars, I'll take it. But do you know how to manage that million dollars? That's not the point. 
It is. I don't care about that. I'm talking about my NBA. You should, You're, both, you're both right, though. Right? Because I'm talking about my NBA. the one viewpoint okay. of it is, I'm trying to get paid right quick. Mm-hmm. But if and not- the other side of it is, well, what are you going to do with that when you get it? Or how do you continue to replicate it? Is the you're issue not educated on money, and that's that. So you know the NBA, like the NFL, they try and put them through these trainings and you know the finance school or whatever like that. These kids are getting fronted agent money before they even finish. Let's be honest, All right? Let's be honest. I, huge Duke fan. Duke is paying kids. I know that it's, it's a fact of the matter. Kentucky's paying these kids. Is it so, a McDonald's bag? An eight. <laughs> Duke now. Nah. Okay. Duke is probably doing it on Ruth's Chris to go back. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. And so those kids, they're 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 running to get that check. Right. You know, I, I, you know, to your point, mm-hmm. if these kids are coming from even upper middle class families, and this like, okay, I got an opportunity. I, I went to my first year of college. I could be a lottery pick. Mm-hmm. I could be a top ten pick, which is going to get me several million. But the thing is, the, the the thing that I think these kids and these families miss is that. That's not the real payday. Right. The real payday is the second contract. So if you flame out off your rookie deal, mm-hmm. you're not going to get the real payday. So to your point, what stopped the Chris Webbers and Jawan Howards and Grant Hills and Bobby Hurley's and Christian Leitner's and all those guys who could have honestly cashed out after their first years and went to the pros? Because there was nothing stopping them. Because you you knew what Chris Webber was, right? You knew what Jawan Howard was. You knew what Christian Leitner was. You knew what Grant Hill was. You knew what all these guys were their freshman year. Grant was that dude. Grant, all those guys in his name were that. Were, if you if you look at the fa- if you look at the Fab Five and say, man, this is five freshmen starting mm-hmm. and making it to the Final Four, right? Mm-hmm. Two years in a row, they make it to the championship game. Mm-hmm. Five freshmen. What it, stopped them from going to the league? It's a different I mean, mentality. Yeah, nowadays. I think it's a different Why? mentality. But because because if, if you if you watch the if you watch the thirty for thirty, they were getting paid, but not NBA getting paid. Right. They weren't making. So NBA what money. stopped them from going to the league at that I think point? The culture was just different. Right. I think the world was different. Like it wasn't everything in everything in the world we have in right now is about instant gratification and a quick buck. Social media. Anything people can do to get a quick buck, they will do it so, no matter what it looks like. So being great right now. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So in the again, moment. Everything is in the moment. So again, like like so while I talk about your guy, your goat, goat if you James. want if you want to get if you want to be a goat now, who cares what you do, right? Because there's a there's a bunch of guys that we sit there. We talk about AI right now. Is he not a goat? Yeah. Did he win anything? No. no. Not a thing. But he's a goat, right? Mm-hmm. So but it's, it's, to- it's to Omar's point, though. It's instant gratification. They don't want to go through another year of hard work. Right. Being just, in college. To just be great? No. And that's, that's the thing. No, They're not even great. It's just to, it's literally to get paid right now. But you're I getting paid in college. They said I'm... To, yeah, your, it, to your point, you're getting paid in college. Not it's like another, they can in the league. It's another level of pay, though. Right. So, so, so at that point, what is it? Why? So, 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 what happened between just winning and having that to having that gratification and saying winning. that I'm a winner? They don't care about I'm winning. trying to flex on Instagram no, no. with this Roly. Right. I'm trying <laughs> to be with the Richard Millie. Uh, I want the same watch that OBJ guy. So now, so now we live. Talk- Right, right. it's not about. Is it, first of all, it's a different time. I don't think they care about winning. 
I'm with they you. Don't. So I don't think they care about winning. They're so like, hey, they listen, I'm going to ball out, I'm going to do money, me, and I'm going to go to run the NBA and get paid. Hold on. So, so at that point, why do we care who's winning in the NBA? No, we as fans care. They as players don't. And, and I can't say, I'm not going to say all. I'm not going to say that because I think that's unfair to generalize all of these kids and put them in, you know, one, one bucket. Mm-hmm. I think there are some who actually do still care about winning and wanting to achieve something other than getting a quick check. So, but, but, but they try to rush the process. I think some do. I think, and I think here's the other thing that we also have to keep in mind. Here's the other thing you got to keep in mind. And then if you, if you pay attention to recruiting, you were kind of alluding to this earlier and it, it kind of goes hand in hand. You talked about the hype earlier, right? We were talking about yeah, yeah. Travis Hunter, yeah, um, the five-star football players committed to Florida State. And you talk about the hype. You also have to remember that since these kids were 12, everybody's been telling them they are the best thing ever, right? Like when Kevin Knox was at, at Tampa Catholic, 6'9", pulling up three balls, dunking on people, you could not tell him he was not that dude. And I think- Because in Tampa- he was that dude. And I think social media plays a big role in this because the Chris Webbers and the Jalen Rose of uh, of that time, mm-hmm. they weren't... The only time you saw them is when they were on TV. Yeah, or they happened could, to be on the magazine cover. You couldn't reach out to Which, them on Twitter. But you really yeah. had to be the guy right. to be on a magazine mm-hmm. cover. Now, everybody's on Instagram. You could, they, send, you could send Travis Hunter a message. But, right now. <laughs> hold on, but, but, but hold on. But they were the guy, but they still didn't leave. Because I think they, I think they value different things. Like they said, they came out, they wanted to win. Yeah, they valued winning. I don't think a lot of these kids value winning. So, so at that point, when when we look at, because again, this, this this like this conversation was about one and dones and how it's affecting the NBA and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, if we look at that aspect of it, how do you, where do you mark that, like? kind of line of demarcation for where people actually valued winning because because i don't i don't think it's fair to say that people nowadays don't value winnings i think i think a lot of players do still like even in this like even the draft coming up right but there's a lot of people who will sit here and be like well i want to win but why do i want to win do i want to grind it out and win or don't want to just hurt and win. But the question is, do you want to win more than you want to be in the club? <clears throat> do you want to win more than you want to be flash on Instagram, right? To Why me, does it goes, matter though. But to me, because it goes back to like Can I ask you a question? Yeah. How many how many titles did the Fab Five win? Zero. Zero. Do you know about the Fab Five? Yes. Yeah. How how old were y'all when the Fab Five were actually running things? Children. You were children. You two were children. I, I remember the Fab Five. Mm-hmm. You guys were like three or four years old. Yeah. Right? But you guys know who the Fab Five was. And they didn't win a thing. So so why is it that back in the day, people who didn't win are still glorified? But right now, if you don't win, you're not glorified. To me, to me, that's a that's a bigger issue. Because now you got these guys who are one and done who fine, you're you're gonna get your money. If you're good, you're gonna make money. Because Anthony Bennett. How much money is he making right now? We he ain't making even, nothing. We don't even know where he is. Yeah, exactly. That's my at. point. Yeah. So how much money is he making? Right? But these guys who are actually good, they're making money. Dominique Wilkins is a, is a legend. Michael Jordan is a legend. David Robinson is a legend. These guys who maybe won or didn't win, maybe won a little bit, so not a lot. Your, what's your question? Why does it matter? 
Why does winning matter? Why does winning matter so much? Because um, if you're because if you're really good, if you're really good, you can be a legend in what you do. And I feel like right now that people hype too much about winning, right? Like the same way like Anthony Davis. I think Anthony Davis is going to be he's a Chicago legend. Mm. Without winning an NBA title. Nobody cares that he won with the Lakers. Nobody in Chicago cares that he won with the Lakers, mm-hmm. right? Derrick Rose is a bigger legend in Chicago than Anthony Davis. All right, because he actually did it in the city. In, in, in the city, right? Yeah. Michael mm-hmm. Jordan is a bigger legend than Anthony Davis, yeah. right? But if Anthony Davis came back and won a ring or or won in Chicago, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a, a bigger level. legend, yeah, right? So nobody cares, but that's for him. right? But what does it matter? Because you were great. No, I think so. The, I think that winning matters because we're talking about competitive sport, and mm-hmm. and it, it always it will always come down to wins and losses, mm-hmm. right? I mean, when you you start to split hairs about the goats, right? Once you when you get to a certain level of like who are the goats, mm-hmm. there's very few that that's very few things that separate them. Like how many things separate Jordan, Braun, Kobe, Magic, Bird? Few things that separate them. They're right. all you know top ten in points mm-hmm. and. There's very few things that separate them, and so you start to. Bird only look, got two rings, by the way. So you start looking at the, you start looking at the I'm more saying, minute things, though. Bird only got four. To separate oh, them. Bird only got two rings. Yeah. But you start, but you start, but right, but you have to get to that level of being in that but conversation why is he so great? first. He won in college. He won in. He won in, in the NBA. He's got the individual accolades. No, 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 yeah. But stay with me though. Stay with okay. me though. Those guys who are considered the greats. Are, are considered that because they were driven to win. Mm-hmm. Allen Iverson didn't win nothing. Nope. He didn't. Not a thing. Allen Iverson is a great because Allen Iverson gave everything he had every single night. It wasn't in practice, but in a game, <laughs> he gave every single thing he had every single night to win. It was in an effort to win. Now, whether he actually did it or not, mm-hmm. that's different. So you, so but you, every night, he, he, he strove to be the absolute best he could be and strive to win. Same thing with Chuck. You know, Charles Barkley, he never won anything. But every night when you watch Chuck play ball, Chuck wanted to win every night. So the winning, to me, is about the motivation. Mm-hmm. If the winning is what motivates you, you will be great. Mm-hmm. But if it's the money, probably not. Mm-hmm. If it's the fame, probably not. If it's the likes on Instagram, it's, it's not going to drive you to be a great. All those guys we named that we consider greats, what, what wouldn't Jordan do to get a dub? Fair. What wouldn't Kobe? What doesn't? What so, doesn't LeBron do when right. it's when it's championship time? So in this day and age, if 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 the dust settles right now, is Anthony Davis a great? Right now? Yeah. No, probably not. Why? 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 But, but he won a ring. But his, no, well, a lot of guys won a ring. Anthony Davis, but because, Anthony Davis, because right now he he's he's in that generation that says if if I don't want a ring, if I don't win, I'm not considered good. I'm not considered great. I mean, his his paint is still not dry yet, so he's still got more games to play. Yeah, and, and that's I'm kind of with I'm kind of with Breeze. It's like it's not about winning itself; it's the drive that you have to win. A lot of these kids, and we saw we saw a lot of New Orleans, kids. and his drive was yeah, yeah. And that's part of his issue, though. And you, but you, we all say it. Like right. we watch, I watch every Lakers game. So we had a team up with, with LeBron, and, and and right now, like honestly, you guys are two Laker fans. Two Laker fans, mm-hmm. right? So if LeBron is going to retire next year, so, right? Do you trust Anthony Davis to lead your team? So you, you're saying honestly? Let me ask you this: 
Hold on. In the hall yes of or no. To lead the team, no. No, not at all. But in the but hall in, in the hall of fame, you he's think everybody the league, had right? the drive to win? Or they play with some some players play with great players and won. Well, I I feel we kind of talked about the Hall of Fame earlier, and I feel like it's I think the, the Hall of Fame should, to me is is tough. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the players should to should say who's in the Hall of Fame. But okay. that aside, I, though, I think the, well, the everybody who we consider to be the greats, all of them they strove would die to on win. the court to win. They they literally mm-hmm. strove to win. And honestly, that's my biggest issue with Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. I don't see every night you don't see the same energy, effort, and mm-hmm. passion from Anthony Davis. Which is you don't see it. Right. Which is why, which much is why I love honestly, which is why if 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 LeBron never left Cleveland, he was never gonna be number 18 in my mind. He was always gonna be one of the greatest players that ever played the game, whether mm-hmm. he won or lost. Mm-hmm. You can you, you can watch it and see it. Right. He's great. But he's great because of his driving to win. Now, whether he actually wins or not, whether no. he actually wins or not isn't the point. It no. is, no. does he strive to win? Name somebody who's a great who didn't have that passion for winning. Who didn't have that passion for winning? Yeah. Well, every night they would do whatever it took to win. See, so so I, I get you. But I feel like because of what LeBron did, that's why people do what they do now. But doesn't he have that passion to win, though, every night? Sure. Yeah. And and that's yeah. part of what, that's what drives people to be great, in my opinion. Yeah. It's that passion for win. Now, whether you actually win or not, because there are a lot of things that go into winning yeah. a championship. But, there are a lot of things that, that have to go in your favor to yes. win a championship. So if you don't win one, doesn't mean you're not a great, but yes. were you striving to do it? I think everybody we consider to be great strove to do it. Allen Iverson, Charles Barkley, yes, they never won a single one, but you saw it. Do you feel the same way about Anthony Davis? I, I just said no. Oh, so, no, I don't see so that. So to the point of, of the one and done, I think that money is what's driving these kids. Now, it's oh, not, it's we not way off. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm yeah. sorry. That's my fault. That's my fault. I'm trying to get it, bring it back. Yeah, bring it back. Look, <laughs> look at you doing a good work. So... Yeah, I think it's damaging the NBA because these guys are driven by money. So it's like mm-hmm. the lower half of the league isn't as competitive as the elite guys because they're not driven by winning, to no, your I'm point. You. So, yeah, one yeah. and done, they're killing the NBA, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely with you. I think they're watering down the depth of the league, right, to where now, you know, um, if, if you've got one, one, or one halfway decent guy on your bench, you're better than the other team most nights mm-hmm. because right. they probably don't. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? Like, like it, I, six man of the league is so important now. Yeah, and what like the, because other teams don't have any depth. It's, yeah. it's a bunch of they're they're taking guys on on talent. They're taking them on availability. Right. Just being young, like and those guys, they got to realize the money will come. Nah, <laughs> it's hard to tell that to somebody who ain't got no money who actually has a chance to get some money. I, so, I get it. So it's gonna keep happening then. I think so. I, and I think the NBA. I think the NBA is be not good doing and consistently good service and consistently get greater. That's how you make money. Yeah, I'm with you. I hear you. You're right. But they don't. They're not right. Recollecting that, like because again, like 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 to a lot of those a lot of those cats, like that first contract is more money they've ever seen in their life. Mm-hmm. Right. That that first rookie contract, they should be set for life. Like Bree said, like right now, that's not like, the payday. Like, that's not the payday though. No, but honestly, like honestly, right now, if I ever ball out for one year, if I if I go to college right now, yeah, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. and ball out and say, oh man, I can get a 
a, a, a eight million dollar contract. All I need is eight million dollars. I'm good for life, man. Just give me eighteen inches of daylight. Listen, I can live, I can live off of two million for the rest of my life. I live and off never the have interest. to work again. I, I live off the interest. Yeah, I can live off the interest. Hello. Yeah, that's that's my point though. But yeah, I mean, yeah, see it very very differently. Y'all went on a deep dive. We did. <laughs> I'm sorry. And somebody actually had the nerve to say this might be a shorter episode. No, that was me. My bad. Yeah, not gonna happen. Well. It's a good one though. Yeah, I think, I, so. think I think this might be one of our best ones, in my opinion, yeah, in I terms believe- of just like content and just yeah. like well, we were fishing for content. Mm-hmm. No, we're never actually going to be fishing mm-hmm. for content. We always got some content. It's always content. Sure. Always. Yeah, things are always there to talk about. It's a beautiful thing about sports. Like X the games. sports will just continue to give to you. This summer we got uh, we got the Olympics. So even when you think there might be a lull, we got the Olympics this summer. I'm down for the Olympics. Oh I man, I love the Olympics. Man. Maybe Pam might come home. <laughs> She's never coming back. This has been another nope. episode of this. <laughs> She's gonna hear this too. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Somebody Said Pod. The man to my left is Punk. Yes, sir. The man to my right is Unshay. Yep. For Breeze, we'll catch y'all in the next one. Did you say for Breeze? <laughs>